Welcome to the Nerd Party. They can travel anywhere in time and space. Right. This is going to be fun. Up we go. Into time and space. Welcome to Time and Space, the Nerd Party's dedicated Doctor Who podcast. I'm Jessica Nunn. And I'm her husband and co-host, Philip Yolfus. So instead of teasing about Galley 1, we're just going to talk about Galley 1. <laughs> That's right, we've been teasing for what? Well, we've been teasing since you were last with us, Kat, oh, I think. That was a while ago. Yeah. I know. And so, of course, we're joined by Kat once again from the Verity Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so, the woman who made all of this happen for that's us. That's right. We're here to accuse you, accuse her in person. <laughs> that's uh, right. Finally, face me, you coward. <laughs> there were promises made. <laughs> Representations were given. Um, but yeah, so it, we. this is, I guess, you know, I don't know how you want to mark it. Technically, yesterday was the first official day of Galley, but today was the first full okay. official day of Galley. And so it's only about uh, mid-afternoon here, so there's certainly... More galley to do, but we thought we'd do a little recap of what we've experienced so far, and what all from the freshman perspective of Jessica and I, and then from the grizzled veteran with the <laughs> so grizzled with the seven you know foot stare in her eye. <laughs> you can see that, can you? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kat. So what? 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 It's you know, you obviously been on galley one before here, but kind of this year, what has been happening so far with you? What have been you've been intending and seeing and all that wonderful stuff? Well, it, the whole, like most years, the con kind of started off with the Radio Free Scarrow live panel, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing, as always. I may be a little biased, because <laughs> my partner is one of the members of Radio Free Scarrow, mm-hmm. um, but that was awesome. Um, I got to meet a few new people. It was their first galley, oh, much like yourself. Doe-eyed, ribbonless. <laughs> um, so optimistic mm-hmm. that they would get to see all these panels, and no, you won't. <laughs> yeah. You won't, trust me. Um yeah, just uh, kind of get to hung, hang around with them, go through the dealer's room. Um, my most exciting panel thus far has been the Cassini, the Cassini panel, okay, which is part of the science track. Mm-hmm. Um, about It's called Exciting Enceladus, and it was about the Cassini probe doing flybys oh, right. of Enceladus, which is one of the moons of Saturn. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cool. Um, and the fact that they found not just water on Enceladus, but hydrothermic vents, which is how life got started here on Earth. Oh. And they found, like, uh, complex organic matter mixed in with the salt water that was being shoved through in these, like, big plume vents. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave a really cool example that Yellowstone spews out 2,500 um, milliliters per meter squared. Anyway, I don't know the actual... Unit, but mm. anyway, it's twenty five thousand, and then or twenty five hundred, and this moon, these geysers, these plumes, it's something like thirteen thousand. Wow! It's actually spewing the matter high enough that it's making another ring around Saturn, that it then falls back down on the planet as snow. Ooh! Right? Wow! Right? Now, who was who, who on the panel? Or I mean, we don't, you didn't memorize all the names, but like generally... Yeah, no, it was um, uh, Trina Ray. Uh-huh. She is part of JPL, the okay. Propulsion Lab, mm-hmm. um, who has a very active presence here at Galley as part of the science track. And they're actually doing a, a Mission to Mars panel uh, tomorrow okay. afternoon. Cool. So, super excited about that. See? Yeah. Doctor Who, all about science, yo. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know, you know, and I'm... Still getting into the fandom in certain respects, because, you know, having gone to a Star Trek convention, 
not that surprising if you're going to have a science panel. But I know Doctor Who, if there's still, you know, that element of science yeah. well, you know, I mean, interest. Yeah, plenty of people became scientists, engineers, because mm-hmm. the Doctor mm-hmm. is a scientist and an engineer. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. But, yeah, today's kind of my, my chill-out day. Uh-huh. Sunday's kind of my chill day, and then Saturday I've got all the things, all the oh. things. going on. What sort of things? Yeah, what are you looking forward yeah. to? Um, I have an interview with Michael Jaston. That's right. And I, 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 I was in the dealer's room, and I saw his empty space, and, you know, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I pointed, pointed out to Jessica, that's, you know, Catherine, and then just walk around the room, and I see this, you know, older gentleman, I'm like, well, that's, that's Michael Jaston. It helps <laughs> that everyone has a name tag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Michael Jaston, right? That's just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, he played the Valyard, mm-hmm. um, but he's already been on stage once. He was up with Nicola Bryant and Colin Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try to talk to him about his other work, right? Outside of Doctor Who, um, hopefully. <laughs> um, and then I have a couple panels. I have a music panel, um, and I have a I have an Orville panel on Sunday, which we are sad we're going to miss. Yes, yeah, quite we sad because we are Orville. fans of. And one of our panelists wrote for Family Guy. Oh, it's um, the gentlewoman. Oh, okay, okay. Dan Peck. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, I thought Cherry, I saw Cherry was Cherry, here. Cherry's here too. But, I don't know how to start her. Um, <laughs> I think Cherry Chab is what's written on that yes. thing. Um, but yeah, she's on the panel. She's, awesome. Yeah, yeah. because we were having an horrible discussion, I think, yesterday with uh, our, our Char and Patrick uh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. Seth MacFarlane and yes. our thoughts about that. But anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're complicated. Mm-hmm. But needless <laughs> to say, we are enjoying the But Orville. we like the Orville a lot, yeah. So we can go through kind of our morning going-ons, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to our first, well, I mean, our first thing was a Catherine Tate photo op that we went to. Yes. And had our picture taken. Yes. And- Almost derailed me completely, because we were just all shoved into this room, and we were having, and I was like, I'm not good with this. I'm not good with this. I'm not good with that. But once it started to move... It went very it's quickly. Very efficient. But, yes. Yeah, but for about 15 minutes there, I was like, I'm hot, I'm crowded, this is not yeah, good for my headspace. And, uh, and on one hand, when we finally got, and of course, you know, you get to talk to people in line, and that's always interesting. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I was disappointed with I mean, good photos, because we've got one each, but that was such quick and go. But then that's the point, because then, like, if we're there having a 10-second conversation, it's 10 more seconds, that person, which is 10 more seconds, that... And so yeah. I get it, I get it. And so, like, yeah. if you want to have a talk, I guess you that's when you go to the autograph table and have your... Yeah, at least there you get, you know, a minute. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I can't even imagine, like, Catherine Tate's job this morning was to stand and smile for an hour... That's got to... With know. different people. With different people and not... Be able to have any interaction, whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. You know that that just oh god, that just doesn't sound like fun to me. Because it's also, I mean, and I, you know, fans are all different. But like for me, because I don't know the one, um, you know. So like in our photo, you're like you're next to her, and I'm kind of like leaving room for Jesus there. Because like well, you I'm know, because I'm right sure fans are all yes. over her, but I'm like I don't you know mm-hmm. I don't know how this works. You know. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. The exception to that rule being John Barrowman. Yeah, well, he's going to yeah, grab yeah, your. Yeah, he's always going to be the. Exception. He's a little grabby. He's, he's exceptionally professional mm-hmm. until he knows that you're totally cool with it. Yeah. Because one of the pictures I got done with him, I told him I wanted to like glomp him, like I wanted to like tackle hug him <laughs> for the picture. He's like, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> so I go to do it, and I was worried I was going to knock him over, so I didn't do it that hard, uh-huh. and he stops the photographer, he's like, no, 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 we're doing that again, 
if you're going to tackle hug me, you're going to actually tackle me. So I almost knocked him over, and in the picture, he's kind of off balance. And he's like, yes, exactly, that's it. Yeah. I am Merlin on an arrow. I know how to do my own stunts. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that completely. But yeah, it, I'm, I'm close, and her arm's on my shoulder, but I was yeah. not touching her back or anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was just aware that... It's also like strange woman, also strange woman next to my wife. So, you know, I'm like, yeah. I don't know where I'm alone. Yeah, it, yeah, you just want to be... We then went to a panel, which actually had an effect on me, but not the one that was intended. Um, we went to, I forget the exact title, basically it was talking about the Chibnall era. Oh, yes. era. Yeah. Um, and the, the, I think the intent of the panel was to compare showrunners of Doctor Who. So they're going to talk about Chibnall and then compare it to R2-D, to Moffat, and then they're going to... Verity. Classic. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. To, you know. Yeah. It was a panel. Um, there were no women. Now, there was one listed, so presumably well, yeah. they were, you know, was not on purpose, but... That kind of like I was already like okay, let's talk about series eleven with all men. But it was interesting. The, the it wasn't uber negative, right? I mean, there was one panelist during my nameless who kind of was uber negative. But it made me think like, man, people must hate my discovery episodes because uh, I don't want to sit here and see people junk on this stuff. Um, you know, when I'm on City Alpha three, because you know, but so I, that the sitting in that panel, everything like okay, I need to maybe change how we do our discovery shows, which yeah. we're not because look, I'm glad people like it. We tend to have few more things, but no one just wants to sit here and hear things bagged on. But what did you think of that panel? Yeah, I mean, I thought that they made some interesting points, and and I didn't feel like it was terribly negative. No, no. Because the general consensus was, let's see what happens next. Which is a good... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Nobody was like, well, we just need to chuck him out and, and, you know, screw this and let's forget this season ever happened. You know, it was all sort of... We thought it was a little bland. We didn't see an arc. We don't know if we want an arc. But the writing wasn't, you know, what they wanted to be, and it was very close. And it's one of the, one of those things. Like, uh, uh, I hate this food, and the portions are so small. Um, they were like, you know, they were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because they were all, you know, and, and I can get the maybe that's a series eleven frustration that like whatever you know everyone's thoughts about it are different, obviously, but it's sort of like. A lot of these things, you know, where things were changed, episodic, new, you know, doctor, new everything, and then um, no classics. You know, again, these are not value neutral, good or bad. And but then it's sort of like no Christmas special, and like well, okay, and, and it's not coming back for a year. You know, I, I, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, I can only accept like three things here, and you're just you know adding them all. So I think that's sort of well, and I think that in in that but everyone's willing sense, to give it a try, but like we don't want to wait a year for it. <laughs> yeah, in that sense, it got a little bit off pissed. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole, oh, we have to wait a year. Although, one of the panelists was like, that's because Chris Chibnall wanted a vacation. Yeah. So. Um, uh, we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, he wants less money. Yeah. 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 So, you never know. Of course, I was surprised. Like, people don't like Rosa, really? <laughs> I, I was like, I mean, I can get that, you know, not everyone likes it. So, but like, it was like, Five people are like, yeah, Rose is not my fave. And I'm like, well, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Racist? <laughs> well, the, the word, again, this is where we get the all-man thing. Um, and my hackles are... It wasn't all white, so I guess I can't say that. But, you know, there was a, a, more than one person on the panel using politically correct. And I was like, mm, I don't think that word thinks, means what you think it means. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're anyway. welcome to your opinion. How wrong <laughs> it may be. Yes. 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 These politically correct stories. Anyway. But anyway. So that was our first one. That was cool. Mm-hmm. We we caught ten minutes because you know we're, we're I, I'm I'm sort of come from the army method of like ten minutes early to the ten minutes early and so I'll tend to leave a panel early to make it early for the next one. Yep. But anyway, 
Um, so we were a little, we got ten minutes of it, I don't have her real name in front of me, um, the young woman who played young Amelia. Oh, uh, uh Caitlin Blackwood. Caitlin. Yes, quite Caitlin. So she was actually, uh... She was really cute, although she chewed gum through the whole thing, which... <laughs> that minutes of moments when she was popping, I was like... Oh, yeah, and, and she, she wasn't the, uh... I mean, she, she strikes me, I, I guess, as a, you know, an amateur actor, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but just... Like, because she just wasn't a great interviewer. I mean, she's just a young lady. She's a kid, yeah, yeah still. Yeah. But, but anyway, it was um, cool to see her. Cool to it talk was incredibly to her. cool to see her. Just a regular um, person, really. Looking, you know, looking so much like young Amelia, mm-hmm. but also at this point in her maturation as a human, mm-hmm. looking so much like Karen. Yeah, and yeah. so that mix was really interesting. I mean, we're to thinking see. like, oh you man, can, you can see the family resemblance <laughs> is strong. Like, we're like, hey, man, if we see her later, because she's like, she, she said she really likes America. Um, I don't think she's just saying that, but like, but she, we're like, oh, we should get her drink later. And we're like, oh, is she old enough? I don't. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if she's old enough. If she's America old enough, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she is. I don't know, but it's been a long time since that. Well, but she was talking about how she just finished college, <laughs> so which British. would make her eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I don't think she she's might, old enough to drink. Yeah, not here. old enough to drink here. She would yeah. be in Canada. Yeah, because the panel we were waiting for, and I'm not going to bring down the tone here, was was pretty cool in theory. But it was um, <laughs> I don't have people's real names here. But it was uh, Susan and Ian, um, Russell and Carol. William Russell and, and Carol William Russell. Russell. Yeah, exactly. So um, um, Carol's great, obviously. She was. She was a lot more interesting than I thought she would be and, and had really interesting stories. Russell, I'm afraid William he's... William Russell is just... I mean, he's 94. And, and he didn't... As, as a friend of mine who saw the panel... I'm actually a friend of mine who uh, in, interviewed him, like, mm-hmm. was on the panel. Like, he just doesn't have an hour in him. Like... He and, has a good... And I'm not trying to be funny. He's probably 15 minutes is what he has in him. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh, you're 92, for goodness. 94. 94. Yeah. 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 I mean, he didn't understand all the questions. You know, they're, they're just... He would get lost in a thought. And it was just a little bit pitiful. Although, because I was like, how old is this guy? So we Wikipedia'd him to find out how old he was. And I didn't realize that he oh. was... Oh, my gosh. His son. His son. You know who his son is? Albert... From Harry Potter, the uh, okay, I'm, this is the bad way to describe him, the black kid. In Harry, Harry Potter, Potter with the curly hair, and he's also on How to Get Away with Murder, or was on How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, okay, oh, I didn't know that. Alfred yeah, I, Enoch, I didn't sorry, Alfred. Yeah. I, I think I said Albert. Yeah. Because apparently, uh, okay, without doing wiki during a podcast, I think that's the second marriage. I think, and then uh, he was sixty-four yes. when his oh, son wow. was born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, but anyway, so, so there you go. It was yeah. a random bit of trivia. Yeah. Age does not hold him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, at least doing some things. Yeah, yeah. Can't necessarily do an interview, but can apparently program. When I say a good fifteen minutes, Sarah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So yeah, that got a little bit. Yeah, we left a little early just because. Just because it was, you know, difficult, and and Carol was dealing with it beautifully. You know, she would sort of. Push a little bit, drop it in. Yeah, but it was just, it just made me. I'm sure, you know, he would be great to interview if you were editing. Yeah. Have him sit and you can remember, you can push prompt him and he'll, you know, so but like, then you can edit yes. it and it would be something cogent, but, you know. Yeah. He's just an older gentleman and, you know. Yeah. I know he's making money, presumably, doing this, but just let him go and. Well, and if shuffle he's. About. It, yeah, as long as they're not trotting him out, if he's willing to do it, yeah. come on out, you know. But, yeah. Cool. 
yep, yep, yep. After that, we went to an Eighth Doctor panel, which is pretty cool. And again, reminds me a little bit of, I know, of course, even more you said, Jessica, not to speak for you, but like, because we're still new in some ways. There's so much we don't know, yeah. And we've been listening to a lot of Eighth Doctor audio Mm -hmm. stuff, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface. (laughs) There's just... I don't think you can. I don't care, like, how much you spend and how much time you take to listen to it. Mm -hmm. There's just so much. And there's, like, the main audio... And then there's like the spin offs. Yeah. And then there's like the spin offs of, of the, the spin offs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they were like, and what about the books? They were like, two minutes <laughs> left. Like, okay. nope, 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 nope. But it did, uh, you know, because the only uh, companions we've met are Charlie and Lucy. And so I didn't realize there were so many. So uh, many. So that you know, it's exciting. There were a lot of things that they talked about that I didn't get yet, but but made you look forward to it. But I made think. me look forward to it. Yeah, very much. So. Well, one thing I liked about that panel because it was my quote unquote favorite panel so far, just because all the people up there were very enthusiastic, mm-hmm. big fans, and I guess it's it's one of those niche things. I mean, not that the doctor's niche at a doctor, but it is kind of an doctor who. It is, it is. Those who like him mm-hmm. like him a lot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I guess coming from like the Chibnall thing where people are like, Mom, and going between eighth actor, like, yes! Oh, there's so much. And then like, there'd be like the little right. things that are like, oh no, no one likes that one. But we all like, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. and so that was really refreshing. So, yes. Like, yeah, this yeah. is what this is Very all about. Very enthusiastic. There was a, a podcast, I don't think it's still going now, but there was a podcast called Little Finish that talked about Big Finish. Oh, that's cool. Mm. And if it is still going, people should listen to it, or at least listen to the back catalog <laughs> to it. Um, yeah. yeah, because we need more stuff about Big Finish. Yeah, it was, yes. it was, we're, we're yeah. fans. And it was interesting, because I don't think I realized that BBC Seven, like, commissioned and had bits that were actual part of Radio that, shows. rather than, yeah. you know, it was still part of the BBC family, and so, yeah, interesting. Cool, yeah. And Lots that was of it. things left to learn. Then we went to another panel, I guess we won't name it, but that we were less than enthused about. Yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't necessarily do what it said on the tin. And, and it was a little free-for-all. Because I feel like if you have a, because I have a, I have a panel, it'll be my first one going on tomorrow, and I've sort of been thinking, like, well, what do you do? I mean, I don't know, I've been on stuff before, but not like a, a con panel before. And I mean, and I know this is not rocket science, but I was like, oh, well, it's just a podcast. I mean, that's, just, that's what you're really doing. 50-minute podcast on an issue with all these co-hosts, basically. Because and some of, with an audience. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so I can get where you have you can have like questions at the end or whatever, but like this one was sort of like free-for-all. Everyone, and like, yeah. yeah, they were like, if you got something to say, put your hand up. Well, let's hear it straight away, no matter what. You know, and, and then we're going to have those three special people that'll just, in the audience, that just probably want to take over the whole thing, so. Yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah, and it didn't seem to have a lot of structure. Yeah, so anyway. But there, was, there was no arc. <laughs> I'm going to say it. There was no arc. The showrunner. We'll have to see how it goes next year. But. But there's a whole year until we're going to find out. That's right. Now what about cosplays? Anything you've seen particularly this year that's popped out at you that's the memorable one? Um, Well, there's one gentleman whose name, actual name I can never remember. Um, But he does the same thing every year. And the reason it's so memorable is because of how well he does it. Mm -hmm. He does the um, Delgado Master. Mm Mm-hmm. But he naturally looks like him, and he carries a briefcase with him, full of plastic daffodils. Oh! And he has a little like 
buzzer thingy mm-hmm. that when he presses it, it's the, the theme music. <laughs> and he will play that when he walks into a room, and he won't say a word. He'll just walk into the back of the room mm-hmm. and then, like, find a seat and sit down. And he'll he may or may not say anything through the whole panel. Mm-hmm. Or one year, <laughs> one year he gave Verity, all, he gave all of us little M and M's that had little B, little um, just single M's uh-huh. on them, uh-huh. and gave us like the plastic flowers and stuff. And he's a really sweet guy. He's a really nice guy. But you just kind of look at him and you're like, I know you're just cosplaying, but, but you, you look creeping me too out. Good. <laughs> yeah. Now we saw. The Girl Scout Weeping Angel. Yes, the Girl, the Girl Scout, Scout Weeping, Weeping Angel. And we got Girl Scout cookies. I mean, yes. how could you not? So. Yeah. It's five dollars yeah. each. Come on, people. Yeah. And also, there was a Girl Scout Weeping Angel. Yes. So you if you're going to sell her, yeah. we gave her five dollars just so we could take a picture. <laughs> and we got cookies as well. Because so. she, she was into it. She was. She was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So that was covering her eyes too. Yeah. Just a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we also saw a little tot dressed as little Amelia, rushing with her little stocking cap and sweater. (laughs) Well, oh, it was so cute. There was a Thirteenth Doctor uh, cosplay meetup, Uh and the whole room was just Thirteenth Doctors. Mm -hmm. Awesome, and there was like some that were like four or five years old with the little coats. Very. I keep telling my wife because she had her TARDIS dress on. When you see another TARDIS, you're supposed to fight it. Isn't that the rule? I tried that... to explain that that was not. The rule. <laughs> I don't think that's the rule. Oh. Um, I saw a really cool punk Tardis mm. that had they had a, a blue mohawk, and then they had like blue kind of canvas like Dickies pants almost, mm. and then like a punk vest with the police call box thing on the back. Mm-hmm. It looked really cool. Nice. I have seen a couple of we- we've seen a couple of weeping angels. I've seen an ood. That's right, okay. Yeah, I did. I, I was saying this morning when we were getting coffee, I was like, oh, well, the 13th Doctor, a lot, I guess it makes sense a lot nowadays. So I think that that's going to be the 13th Doctor shirt is sort of the Deadpool of this convention. And then I saw a Deadpool at the convention. Wearing a 13th Doctor coat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, it's not a convention without a Deadpool I know. cosplay. <laughs> I, I, in the comparison on the American South is you can't have a festival without a funnel cake uh, shop. So yeah. that's, <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, so the rest of the day we, uh, we have Catherine Tate. We're going to go see her panel or her whatever. I have a truck panel, of course, um, that I want to go visit. I don't know what you're going to do during that hour. You're... I'm going to be at the bar. <laughs> and then uh, I will meet our co-host from City Alpha 3, Darren, since he lives in L.A., and then... See what we can join in for the late night because I know I'm sure you know after night or after dark galley or whatever you want to call it that has a lot of cool stuff because I think that's one thing that I, not that I've been to all the conventions in the world but I think Gallifrey has such a long schedule during the day that I find very impressive because usually like things will stop at most like eight or something in other conventions and you know people still have fun and lobby con and all that but there's nothing organized whereas here there's a bunch of stuff until like midnight you know I think that is partially and I have no real basis to say this but. Mm-hmm. It's to keep people out of the lobby because, like, you can get so many people up there yeah. that it's kind of difficult to get around and stuff. And I know the hotel doesn't really like us all to be up there all the time. But, yeah, they have programming, right? Like, um, Midnight in the Garden of Who and Evil mm-hmm. is a pajama party oh. where, um, which I believe Kim Rogers is moderating the readings, but people are reading fanfic. Oh, I, I saw someone tweeted, I'm sure there's several, but I saw one tweet specific where someone, like a couple of days ago, oh, I'm going to read in big and I'm nervous or whatever, but yeah, I wonder if that was probably what that was for. Yeah, I think that was actually Kim, I think. Oh, okay. That was actually saying that. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, people just read fanfic. Some G rated, some not G rated <laughs> at all. Um, and and yeah, there's going to be um, the confession dial, which Chris is on. My partner Chris oh, is on. Um, which is the audience kind of gives their their closely held confessions, like that maybe less than popular opinions about oh. Doctor Who, uh-huh. and that's at ten thirty, nine thirty, or ten thirty. Wow. Yeah, so later at night and karaoke. There's karaoke going on. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, we're <laughs> definitely going to go check out karaoke. I've then, never gone. <gasps> Ten years of galley, and I've never gone. Might be time. Do they just not have your song on the... I don't know. I love I love singing. <laughs> I love karaoke, and I can be totally sober singing karaoke and be fine with it. I just never go, because people I hang around with don't. Right. So, well, know. we will be there. Yes. If, we, if you need an excuse. Coming out with us. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, 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 uh, our room here is sort of has the pools, our back garden. Um, and so we cut, cut through to get to the back door of our hotel room, which I've never actually had a hotel room with a back door before. But anyway, um, but it, we'll see, of course, you know, not that I'm staring at anyone's windows, but, you know, if you have your windows open, I will look, so well, fair warning. Um, but we'll see just all these different rooms are, like, stocked with, like, bottles and alcohol. And I'm like, how do I get <laughs> so invited to these parties? Yeah. Or do we need to know anyone? Or in, there's in an inflatable Dalek in one room. With the face of Bug. Oh, no, that's, no, that's um, Cassandra. Oh, is it Cassandra? Yeah. Oh, yes. No, you're right. I, <coughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. In the window. In 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 days past, mm-hmm. when you could get a ticket, you know, day before or day of, right. um, we had a lobby con, which there still is a lobby con now, but this is kind of a, people would bring their leftover alcohol mm-hmm. to the lobby, and everybody would do this, and everybody would bring their leftover mixers on the lobby, and then everybody would just drink for free. Just pour it on a big bowl as a grog and mix it <laughs> up. Some a bath. Uh, <laughs> it's a DJ party is what this is. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I say this so many times when people think, I think people are starting to think that I just am making it up, but mm-hmm. Galley is such an inviting place and mm-hmm. such an inviting space mm-hmm. that you have people just randomly joining conversations, and the people that are having the conversation are like, oh, yeah, totally cool, like, yeah. You know, that's fine. Go ahead. You know, in your pop. Yeah, that's yeah. why we were we were playing our uh, Doctor Who Time of the Daleks board game and got some people coming up, and that was cool. Yeah, it's more of a conversation starter than anything, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, we didn't learn much about how to play it, but yeah. <laughs> and I'm you know forcing my wife to to talk to people because there was this one young lady um, I didn't get to catch her name unfortunately, but she was making um, these uh, I don't know what you call them. Botox. Well, no, I mean like. Oh, they're crochet. Crochet, sorry. Bow ties. And she just has a basket of them, just giving away. And, of course, I think she's crocheting during all the panels, too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, that's always like, you know, wow, that's pretty cool. People are just giving stuff away, being creative. Yeah. And well, and I didn't want to go, it feels rude to be like, oh, my God, can I have that? <laughs> but, that's, but that's the thing. That's the kind of place it is. Yeah. yeah. It's almost expected. It's your socialism you always wanted. <laughs> Don't. Not with the Canadian here. You don't want to start this fight because that is one you will lose, mister. Cool. But yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. And so um, anything that you is on your to-do list, this galley? Um, there's the, the Mission to Mars panel tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to that. Um, my panel so that I have right. to, you know, be there. Um... But yeah, other than that, it's just been a lot of meeting new people, mm-hmm. and I got to show at least a couple people around, right? Which is nice. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you guys probably haven't even seen the con suite yet, have you? 
No. No. That's Where the, there's free food and yeah, free drinks? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I know this, but I don't know where it is. Okay, yes. I'll show you. Okay. Um, that's, like, the first place I, I'm like, <laughs> if you need to eat and drink and you don't know where to go, go here. Start here. Free. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so it's been, I mean, Gally, we, when Chris and I get here, we always get here on a Tuesday. We're kind of here when other people start landing on Wednesday and Thursday. And we both say, you know, welcome home. Because this is this is home for a lot of people. Especially people who back home maybe have families that don't really understand them. Or they differ on political views or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is home. This is this the safe place where you can talk mm-hmm. about your favorite show. And even though nobody talks about Doctor Who at a Doctor Who convention, <laughs> we talk about everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nice to kind of be back with your tribe. Which, yeah. once you're here once, you have a tribe. And, and everybody, you know, every, every person that we've said to, oh, this is our first year, they're all like, welcome! Yep. You know? Do you need anything? Can I help you find something? <laughs> yeah, you know where you're no, going? Everybody's just been fantastic. And it hadn't been too crowded, which was important for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we can get a little hectic, but it's not crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And the dealer's room was a little hectic. But again, it's not so hectic that... Um, need to escape. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is good. Well, folks want to talk to you about anything else about Galley or Doctor Who or anything else, where can they reach you on the interwebs? On the interwebs. Um, well, I'm on Twitter, uh, at Xanister. Actually, at Xanister for pretty much everything, mm-hmm. um, except for DeviantArt. Somebody stole my account on DeviantArt. Oh, no. And that's not me. Actually, it's completely blocked now because <laughs> they did a whole bunch of bad things. Anyway, mm-hmm. Xanister's always me. Um, Verity Podcast. Uh, I would be remiss to not mention Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway. Right, of course. Um, the Doctor Who Improv Podcast. That I, and myself. as well as yourself, yes. are part of. And Jessica, if it ever, one of these yeah, days. Yeah, I've sat in on <laughs> you, conversations where we wait for people to show up. And you've recorded <laughs> intros. I don't have recorded intros. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yes. You're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> well, thanks, Kat. And for that, we'll go into the TARDIS library. When you close your eyes, I go to the library. Go to the library now. So, into the TARDIS library, darling. Since we were talking with the Ninth Doctor with Shar, I thought we would talk the Ninth Doctor book. Excellent. So, I've recently read a Ninth Doctor adventure. Um, called The Deviant Strain by Justin Richards. And the synopsis is as read, The Novorosk Peninsula, the Soviet naval base, has been abandoned. The nuclear submarines are rusting and rotting, cold, isolated, forgotten, until the Russian special forces arrive and discover that the doctor and his companions are here too. But there's something else in Novorosk, something that predates even the stone circle on the cliff top. Something that is at last waking, hunting, killing. Dun, dun, dun. Can the doctor and his friends stay alive long enough to learn the truth? With time running out, they must discover who is really responsible for the deviant strain. Take a drink. This is the title of the book. All right. So this is this is actually really interesting because not only is it the ninth doctor, which is oh, he, you know, it's a very good ninth doctor characterization, and Rose, Captain Jack as well. Oh. Yes. And it was very interesting. With the ninth doctor? Yes, he always was. Okay. Yeah. And so I I, I really heard, like, I I thought there was great characterization with Captain Jack, which I think is funny, because, and this is, I guess, maybe just because I know the character well, because obviously he's an American accent, Mm -hmm. but uses British terms. So I'm reading British terms, but I can still hear his American voice. All right. 
Um, because is it, is it like when you imagine me talking? Yes, I always imagine you as John Berman, darling. Uh, it, it, it really helps things. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Happy Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> But this is sort of an interesting book where the, the you know, as, as it says, the, the TARDIS crew arrives in Russia, and there's this sort of, not Stonehenge, but sort of this Russian, or these stone circles... And the book begins with this young boy and girl sort of meeting for, um, you know, romance. But they get sort of Wink. T- touched by these stone circles and he dies. The boy dies. And the girl is sort of has her, turns into this old woman. Crikey. Yeah. And so that's sort of the story that goes from there. Within this sort of this abandoned Russian town where there used to be like submarines and stuff. But end of the Cold War and everyone left and abandoned these people. And so, but now, um, there's sort of this, uh, and I can't remember the Russian term, but it's basically the Russian vampire. It's a, sort of the myths that go on in the yeah. town of the old woman who then takes energy to be young, but she's really an old woman. And, um, and the story goes from there because it's sort of this, there's this research complex and then there's these military, Russian military that's arrived, as we said in the synopsis, because there's these weird energy readings that they're supposed to investigate. And then the ninth doctor and crew are there. And so there's also these sort of blobs um, that are appearing, like the thing or something, you know. That this have, sounds like a lot. Yeah, that take away, that have been sort of attacking people. And it sort of goes from there, investigating the mysteries. And there's even like a sort of a stereotypical old guy, blind guy who sees visions. Tiresias, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, so... Would you recommend it? Oh, yes. I th- it was very good. I mean, at the, it's, it's actually like an action novel, which is, you know, not always is possible to capture action in book mm. form. Yeah. But, um, so if you don't You've mind. You've not just been reading the right books. So apparently, I guess. So, but yeah, I, I think they did a really good job capturing, like I said, Rose and, and Captain Jack and the Ninth Doctor's personality and then sort of these other folks as well um, to get into this mystery that's going on within perhaps an alien spaceship. And other things as well. So. Okay, so I need to add that to my bedside table. Yeah. So yeah, because I, th- I think it's always like I said, I, I from the cover, it's the Ninth Doctor and Rose. So I was like, okay, but then it's like, oh, Captain Jack as well. And so I, of course, it does the great job of you know each of them having a story. Like, oh, the Doctor's over here with the sciences, yeah, and Rose yeah. over here with these That's people, nice. and then Captain Jack's over here with the military guys, and so everyone kind of gets a story that way. Fun. Yeah. All right. I'm putting it on the bedside table. Sure. Well, until next week, darling, um, if folks want to talk to you about anything else about why you have opinions about Chris Eccleston, where can they find you? (laughs) They can find me at One Phoenix Theater on Twitter. And if folks want to talk to me about any other Doctor Who books I've been reading, they can find me at NC Public Service. Well, until next week, we hope you enjoyed whether you're watching, listening, or reading about his all adventures throughout time and space. This is BBC Television.